Hey, Rousseau here, George Mason University. This podcast is going to be a little bit different. Um, It's the first of a series of episodes that is going to explain the spectrum of teaching styles. Um, This podcast is going to provide an overview of the spectrum with a few practical examples. Um, I added the book citation uh, to the show notes uh, link uh, to the website where you can download this book for free. That's a lot where this information is coming from. Um, and I also want to thank Alba Rodriguez for her hard work in uh, producing this uh, set of podcasts. So let's get into it. Um, Muska Mostyn uh, introduced the spectrum of teaching styles to physical education in 1966. And so the idea was to offer uh, a universal, comprehensive body of knowledge about teaching and learning. So in other words, it brings a lot of different teaching instructional approaches from which teachers select the best at that time to realize the learning objectives within their context. So when the spectrum was created, Mostyn observed that PE was seen through this binary view. What this means is that one type of teaching or content is seen to be better than the other. This also pits these teaching styles as opposites. So a battle ensues where people try to fight over if moving is better for kids than knowing about movement or teaching fitness is better than teaching about sports skills. So Mostyn aimed to propose a non-versus approach to develop a framework. So that would allow teachers to learn a full range of educational concepts and the basis of this framework is set on decision making. And so that's a very key point in the spectrum. It's about decision making. Um, The value of the spectrum to learners can only be fully achieved when the teachers are able to use a full range of teaching and learning styles appropriately. So in that sense, all behaviors contribute to educational objectives and no style is more important than any other. And I'll say that again. No style is more important than any other. Mawson talked about the idea of tools for teaching and learning. Each style has its unique learning conditions and objectives. They are more or less appropriate given the purposes, the context in which it's presented, and the learners involved in the learning. So each style is like one tool in a toolkit that needs to be well-equipped for appropriate teaching and learning decision, uh, decision making. So for example, you can have the best hammer in the world, but if you need a drill, it's not going to help you out that much. Shout out to Shane Pill and Brendan Susie on that analogy. So thank you very much for that. Um, so the spectrum has six premises. You can read a lot more about these six premises in the book, but in a shorter version, here's the main idea of all of them. Number one, Every teaching behavior is a chain of decision-making. So the decisions are made in every teaching learning event and are a result of previous decisions. Number two, there are three categories of decisions that have to be, uh, that have to do with the decision teachers make before teaching. So in the planning process, during teaching, in class, after teaching, and the assessment decision. Uh, three, both teachers and students can make decisions in any decision category mentioned above. Number four, the spectrum has 11 landmark teaching learning approaches. 
these are the styles that we'll be talking through during the next episodes. And each episode will be dedicated to a single style from here on um, in the next episodes. Number five, this approach follows the understanding that humans have the capacity to produce and reproduce knowledge. Key words in here, produce and reproduce knowledge. So people can reproduce knowledge, replicate models and practice skills. Um, Think about remembering vocabulary lists or the multiplication tables, but they, students can also produce a range of ideas, venture into the new, tap into the yet unknown, uh, like discovering that if you step with opposition on an overhand throw, you're able to throw further and more powerfully. Um, and the cluster of styles from F to K, production of new knowledge is encouraged. So students discover knowledge. The line between these clusters is called the discovery threshold. But I want you to remember, production of knowledge doesn't need to be the discovery of something not known to humanity, right? You as a teacher are just leading the students to learn in a way that is through discovery instead of rote memorization. And finally, let me get to six. This approach considers the why and what of education. In the spectrum, Each landmark style emphasizes certain objectives for learners to achieve. So the decision of the teacher and the style of teaching develop unique experiences that influence students' learning. The ability of the teacher to identify the attributes is what makes it possible for them to assess the quality and focus of each educational experience. So it's really important to understand that even though the spectrum is presented in this linear way, it's not, okay? All of the elements are intertwined in an inseparable relationship. Again, I said this before, so I'll say it again. No one style is more important or better than the other. The interaction between teaching behavior, learning behavior, and objectives is always a unit. This is called the TLO relationships for T for teaching, L for learning, and O for objectives. So teaching, learning, relationship. And each style is defined by this relationship. This means that each style has its own TLO, teaching, learning, objective. For any teacher-learner interaction, there are two sets of objectives. The subject matter objectives have to do with the content. We can link this to the cognitive and psychomotor domains in PE. So examples can be performing a style of dance, serving a tennis ball, dribbling a basketball, creating new strategies in a game, etc. So the behavior objectives that are more aligned with what we identify in PE as the affective domain, an example of This would be how learners cooperate with each other, self-assess their behavior, if they're honest, safe, etc. So so as we start to wrap up this uh, first piece here, we have a little bit to go. The book talks about four compelling reasons for developing using the spectrum mentioned in the book. So the first one is for personal reasons. Every teacher will have a favorite way of teaching that is based on who they are, how they do things and their beliefs. That is 
when we should ask ourselves if there isn't more to teaching beyond our own teaching experiences, uh, thinking outside the box a little bit. So this leads to further reflection regarding the identification of the balance of your teaching style, awareness of where you are positioned on the spectrum, how this impacts your students, and if you're willing to expand your teaching strategies. The second reason is the diversity of our students. Each student is unique and learns in a different way, which leads us to look for different teaching strategies and pedagogical approaches. Um, the spectrum brings that possibility. The third reason is the multiple curriculum objectives in physical education. Teachers have standards, objectives, uh, and content to cover in their curriculum. This calls for a range of teaching styles. And remember the mention of the toolkit above earlier? Each style is a tool that has a structure of teaching behaviors that leads to different learning behaviors. So when you're able to find a successful interaction between the need and the tool, your objective can be achieved. And finally, the last reason mentioned is the need for an integrated framework. Every activity we teach in PE can be taught using styles that need reproduction or production of knowledge. So for example, you can teach students about rhythm and dance having them explore different ways of moving to the sound of music. In this case, students will be able to make their own decisions. However, when you're aiming to teach choreography, all your students need to move equally at the same time, at the same pace. So this leads to a style in which the teacher makes the decisions, provides the feedback to enhance students' movement performance and so on, right? So different teaching styles are used in different parts of PE lessons. In the same class, you can have a small-sided game in which students will make more decisions. This can be followed by skill practice that will ask for repetition of movement to enhance specific performance skill. And in this case, the teacher's decision is going to be predominant. So again, the spectrum is based on decision-making in teaching and learning. It provides this range of teaching styles to support teachers and learners' decision-making process. No style is better than or more relevant than any other. So that's all we have for you on this one. Um, the next sets of episodes, they may be split up a little bit with other uh, podcasts that we do. But over the next coming weeks, we're going to have 11 different episodes, each dedicated to a specific teaching style. Um, and stay tuned for those. Thanks, as always, to Alba Rodriguez for her help in producing the podcast and to the Spectrum Institute for the free materials they provide to everyone uh, which have helped in making these podcasts. Thanks for listening. If you're still listening, you're probably really into health and physical education. So I'm going to use this opportunity to pitch our master's program to you if you don't have your master's degree yet. Um, our 100% online master's degree program we offer at George Mason is affordable. 
You can do it while teaching, and it's high quality. Um, Mason was listed as one of the top 50 universities under 50 years old in the world. Our education department was ranked in the top 10 nationally for the online master's degree program in curriculum and instruction. The master's degree uh, revolves around your teaching. So you'll use assignments from the classes to immediately apply research and best practices to your classes. You'll be part of a tight-knit cohort of health and physical education professionals who are passionate about teaching. You're also going to get an opportunity to interact with students in other content areas. So if you're interested, you can email me, look me up on Twitter, or you can go on the hpewebsite.com under study with us and watch a video that I've made.